Welcome to Soul Talk. This is your host, Pastor Rick Qualls. We hope this is an encouragement to you as you walk with God. This is the place where we talk about everyday issues and how they affect our soul. We do this to strengthen our Christian lives. Welcome. It's time for Soul Talk, and this is Pastor Rick. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, at this Christmas time, time is a gift. And so we appreciate your gift uh, as you take time to listen today. Uh, before I begin, I'd like for us to pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you for giving your Son, who is a wonderful counselor, who is the mighty God, who's the everlasting Father, and who is the Prince of Peace. I ask for all of us this Christmas that... Uh, we might have the peace of Jesus, and then it might pass all understanding. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. This morning, I wanted to do something just a little bit different. I've been writing a column for the newspaper, uh, the local newspaper, for uh, oh, about 15 years. And I dug out some, uh, some columns that I really liked about Christmas, and I thought I'd share those with you. Uh, the first one is entitled, Wondering and Wandering. Yep, I'm wandering and I have a tendency to wander. One of the favorite Christmas songs that I have is the Appalachian Christmas Carol. It goes, I wonder as I wander out under the sky, why Jesus the Savior did come for to die, for poor, ornery people like you and like I. I wonder as I wander out under the sky. These weeks before Christmas is both an anticipation of the coming Savior and a self-examination about our relationship with God. We all get lost and wander from the Savior's side. Even famous people like Robert Robinson. Who's he, you say? Well, he wrote a hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, in 1757. Part of the hymn goes like this. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to wander, the God I love. Take the heart, O take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above. Those words became prophecy in Robinson's life. It said that Robinson was wild when he was young, but that he came to Christ listening to a sermon by a famous Methodist preacher, George Whitfield. He became a pastor. He wrote several hymns, one of which was found of every blessing. But Robinson turned again to the wild side. For 30 years, he left the Savior's side and couldn't find his way back. The story, though unverified, is told about 30 years of spiritual wandering. Robinson was traveling in a stagecoach with a young woman who was reading a book of poetry and hymns. She began to read the words to, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Convicted by his own words, he told the young woman, Madam, I'm the poor creature man who composed that hymn many years ago, and I'd give a thousand worlds if I had to enjoy those feelings again. And she responded, Sir, the streams of mercy are still flowing. Did Robinson return to God and find his wayward heart healed? I couldn't find the rest of the story. In some accounts, he returned. In others, he didn't. Most accounts end the story in the carriage. What's your story? Have you wandered? Did you get lost along the way? Are you lost and don't know it? You can come back. The streams of mercy are still flowing for you. 
It is a wonderment that Jesus did come for to die for poor, ornery people like you and like I. That is the miracle of Christmas. From your ornery, wandering friend, Rick. Grinch hated Christmas with all his might. Every year he put up a fight, sometimes in the dark, sometimes in the light. The Grinch hated Christmas. It was not right. The children's story by Dr. Seuss, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, is a favorite of kiddos and adults alike. It's the story of a mean green Grinch who tried to steal Christmas from the residents of Whoville by stealing the presents under the morning. On Christmas morning, he rose, thinking the cry from Whoville was of sadness. But the residents of Whoville were rejoicing. For the real meaning of Christmas is not having presents galore. It is about love. What did the Grinch learn? Well, first, Christmas can't be stolen. Christmas is about the condition of the heart. With a heart two sizes too small, Mr. Grinch couldn't hold the mystery of Christmas. It's not about angels at night or shepherds' delight, not about magi, camels, or sky. Christmas is about God, named Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God became human flesh as a baby. Christmas is good news of great joy for all people, Jesus who came to take away our sin. Herod couldn't destroy the first Christmas. Irascible Scrooge couldn't stop Christmas with his crotchety character. And Mr. Grinch cannot take Christmas away by stealing presents. Christmas can't be stolen, for it's a condition of the heart. Your heart is so deeply loved by God. Mr. Grinch learned that Christmas is not about things. Christmas is not about thing. It's not about thingamajigs or doodle whoppers, and it's not presents of mangle fangles or dangle bangles. Have you ever tried to assemble a hoopla dupla late at Christmas Eve night? Christmas is about the things you can only see with the eyes of your heart. Christmas makes eternal visible, as God did his son, Jesus. Finally, Mr. Grinch learned that his heart can grow. Like Mr. Grinch, do you have a heart two sizes too small? The good news is that your heart can grow. This is what Christmas is about. Jesus grows hearts. Give him a chance and soon you'll discover he'll, you'll have room for faith. You'll discover you are concerned for the poor, the brokenhearted, the captives, and the blind. He will show you how to cooperate and not compete or fight. Your heart will grow once it is in the light. Mr. Grinch needed good news and we do too. 
The angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day the Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The Grinch loves Christmas with all his might. From then on, there was no fight. The Grinch loved Christmas. It was just right. with Soul Talk, and uh, this is Pastor Rick. We've been doing something a little bit different today as I've been reading some columns from a newspaper column that I've written over uh, a period of years. Uh, This is uh, more of a personal one. It's about the wise guys. In the Christmas story, I always wanted to be a wise man. Once, I was cast in that role in the kindergarten nativity play. Unfortunately, the wise men were goofing around the curtain and missed their cue. Not once, but three times. After that, we were known as the three wise guys. Once I applied for a spot as a wise man, but the one humped Campbell bumped too much, and besides that, Camel spit. The wise men were sometimes called magi, the origin of the word magic. I'm not much of a magician. Wise men, where did they come from? Well, from the east perhaps India or Iraq or Iran. We do know that they weren't at the manger. The Bible says they met Jesus at a house when he was a child, probably a toddler. I wanted to be a wise man not only because I considered myself wise, but because these guys lived out one of the primary teachings of Jesus, seek first the kingdom of God. I'd like to have Jesus say that about me. What is the kingdom of God? It's any place where God's will is being done, now and in heaven. One thing the wise men teach us is generosity. Generosity is the heart of God's kingdom, and it starts with the heart of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. The Magi were generous in their travel. They rode Bumpy the Camel for maybe two years, away from their family, country, all of their rich accruements they were used to. Think they missed their own kids, their wives? Well, of course. But generosity was the point of the gift. Gold, a king's gift, was laid at the feet of a child who once was bedded in a manger. If I wanted to be a wise man, I could bring my bit of gold to the disadvantaged, not just at Christmas, but all year. I seem to remember that Jesus said, What you've done to the least of these, you have done for me. Wise men brought incense to Jesus. Incense was used as a symbol of prayer, wafting upward into the heavens. I could be generous in prayer. As a dad, I love nothing more than time with my kids. I'm sure our Heavenly Father would love it if we were more generous in our time with Him. What a precious gift. Myrrh was used to heal wounds. 
as well as embalming bodies. I could be generous in tending the wounded in comforting the grieving. Maybe I still have an opportunity to be a wise man. This year, what will you give to the king? Thanks for listening to Soul Talk. We've been delighted to have you listening. What a gift and a present, and we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. You can listen to this show live at KFEX 93.1 FM at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on most Mondays. Remember that greater is Jesus who is in you than the evil one who is in the world. Join us next time on the next episode of Soul Talk.